welcome to the you. Our reviews will kill you. The review show so desperate for a co-host that we tried to bring Richard Dawson back from the grave. That's a deep joke right there. That's way deep. That's yeah. deep from the archives. That is. Family Feud. Holla. Holla. I am the man they know as Z. And as always, I am joined by my compatriots, the noobtastic, dundubulous, fantabulous, emancipated noobers. Noob noob. Look, I'm a closeted racist, and I'm sexist, and selfish, and I dragged us all into my sexist, racist, bad things because I'm stupid. And also, we are uh, joined today by the MC of all things, Keebler. I can't help but fucking bob my head every time I do my intro. It is a great song. I just want to dance. Thank you, Biggie Small. I feel it. I feel, I feel it deep in, deep in my bones. I definitely, I feel Biggie. So, uh, what's on the docket today there, noob noob? Well, that's really interesting, oh. noob noob. It's oh. amazing you want to talk about Stanley passing Detective Pikachu. Ryan Johnson saying that Star Walker is consistent oh. with his character. And then you said you want to review A Christmas Chronicle and She-Ra? Those, <laughs> those right. sound like noob noob things. Yeah, that does sound like noob noob. So I definitely think, um, well, that that's pretty interesting. So what's the first new news story there, noob noob? You're right. It's the passing of an icon. Stan Lee uh. has moved on to the, the big comic book in the sky. Well, I guess we've been kind of anticipating this. His wife did pass, what, earlier this year? And actually, everyone thought that that was going to be the final nail in the coffin because he's been married to her for freaking ever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's, I, 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 I met him once. Uh, really decent guy. And um, he's got a very interesting uh, legacy. Obviously, he's one of the great creators. I think history will be kind to him, even though there's uh, definitely some, I don't know, issues between him and Jack Kirby and what did he actually create versus what the artists who drew them created. Well, I mean, he's always been very open about his origins. I was born in Manhattan. I lived in Manhattan <laughs> most of my young life. Two of my big influences were books and movies. I loved Tarzan. I loved Jules Verne. I loved anything that was imaginative, that was high concept, that was a little bit bigger than life. I loved the movies with, um, I loved King Kong, Dracula, Frankenstein. My favorite hero was Errol Flynn. Oh man, the roles he played, he was the, to me, the ultimate superhero. I mean, even later in life, the guy had a ton of energy. Absolutely. I mean, the guy was still doing cons like up until his 90s. Like it's it's crazy. He uh, he he would go everywhere. He talked to every fan he could. I know there's a lot of weirdness about him losing, you know, the money thing and all that. Yeah. Towards the end there, there was a lot of weird shit going on. Um, but it's interesting because early on, he didn't get into it to write comics. He was just like an intern or something very early on. And then where he was working, like, the lead comic writer just left, and they're like, well, can you fill in? And that's kind of how he got his start. 
Yeah, well, it's interesting. He did invent quite a few characters, but him, uh, he did partner with uh, Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko, and they deserve just as much credit as he does for the creation of so many characters like Spider-Man and uh, what Captain America and the the Hulk. I think Spider-Man was actually like his favorite character of the ones that he created. Yeah, and he did do. I think he finished a bunch of his other um, cameos. Like he filmed a bunch of them. There are you. We will. We will see him again in a few of the upcoming flicks. They did film ahead of time, expecting this to happen. Yeah, I. I think it. You know, they they kind of planned it. And what they should do is is what the Marvel TV does is add him to. They had posters of him and things like that. Yeah, that they were he doing. was in Big Hero. He was animated. There was an animated picture of him or something like that. You know, so I mean, yeah, they can still continue to just put in the little Easter eggs of Stan Lee f- from here on out. I heard that uh, Noob Noob uh, agrees with Bill Maher though, because there's a pretty a pretty recent controversy that controversy between. Bill Maher did uh, like a column saying that comic books infantilize, you know, why these young adults are, you know, worshiping Stan Lee for what he created, and uh, the comic books are for kids, and any adults that read them are idiots. And I'm like, you're, you're, you're an he's, idiot. He's he's reaching. No, 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 but I disagree with you. The thing that you have to remember about these characters is he he was able to touch a lot of people, help them through troubles, and these characters related directly to who these people were. Like these weren't Superman. Like the the who can relate to Superman? He's the strongest character in the He's world. An alien. There's nothing to relate to him about. Whereas like the Hulk, people who have anger management issues were always to the Hulk. Spider-Man was always this beaten down kid who came from tough times who, you know, had his own day-to-day struggles. A lot of these characters he created had very humanistic characteristics that a lot of people could relate to. And these characters got a lot of people through a lot of shitty times. Well, we, we talked about that. I remember that Taika Waititi was saying he was having issues with humanizing the Hulk and Thor because you're talking about a demigod and a, and a rage monster. And I, I referred back that you know, child psychologists actually use the Hulk as a tool for children to help identify, you know, when they have suppressed rage problems. Like, that's what's so beautiful about the Stanley, like what he contributed is the characters are so human. It's the story of regular people having powers that showed them not, you know, if you take away the powers, they're still humans and they still have a story that they're trying to tell, whether it be, you know Bruce Banner with his repressed rage, or Spider Man with wanting to do good, even though you know with with great power comes great responsibility. But that means that you're still obligated to do the right thing, whether or not you have superpowers or not. You can still do. How dare? How I, dare you? No, I didn't realize that you would associate with that character that much. That's actually really interesting. I. I don't know. You think he associates with uh, She-Hulk or something? Well, I mean, he's, he's the not one a that, lawyer. He's, he's the one that said it. <laughs> I mean, he does agree with you. So. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. 
So I guess uh, I stay. Uh, everybody who gave him tributes, he, you know, Stanley earned it. As as uh, convoluted as his past is, I don't even remember him necessarily taking credit for creating these characters and not giving the other creators no, any credit. No, I just think they were jealous because he was able to monetize and he, it. And he ran away with it and it kept going. And, and he's the one that became the, you know, the, the ha- household name. Yeah, I think... Well, you got to re- remember, there's a lot of jealousy. Uh, even Bob Kane and uh, the Batman writers and all that. There's a lot of like... All those old school comic book writers definitely had problems with each other. I guess because they earned so little money compared to what they make now. Yeah. You know, it's it's just because... Well, it is. And, and he, was, he was getting ready to walk away at one point, And I think it was his wife who actually talked him into staying and be like... You know, because he he had started out just continuing these characters that other people had made, and it was his wife who pretty much said, why don't you just write what you want to write? And that's what began the Stanley legacy, and that's that's what introduced these characters that everyone had fallen in love with. Yeah, and Bill Maher's just a jackass anyway. He, I think he just, he looks for attention, he says things, you know, he said that those racist comments and... He's just... He definitely, you know, he definitely spends way too much time pulling his own pub. Yeah, I, I, I think he's a jackhole. So. It's every time he talks, it's just masturbation. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Hmm. So what? Uh, what's next? <laughs> well... That's right. On. A tiny yellow mutant that sounds mysteriously like Ryan Reynolds solves crimes... Yeah, this is getting, I don't know, this movie is so bizarre. I feel like I could get into it, but I don't know. It's it's uh, Detective Pikachu, and Ryan Reynolds is the voice of Detective Pikachu. Uh, that came out of fucking left field. <laughs> What that Ryan Reynolds? Like yeah, like Detective Ryan Pikachu? Reynolds as Detective Pikachu. Like that, I, I wasn't expecting that. I. It's kind of disturbing too when you hear the voice come out of his mouth. It's very weird. I don't know that I like it. It's kind of bizarre. We're actually putting the trailer up on the big screen now. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm pulling the audio up. I'm trying to. Do a couple things. At the There's same one time really here. good line in it that I liked, where he says something like, uh, "Let's see if an ad pops up." You know it's going to. Oh, probably. Oh no. All right. You want me to start this over? Well, that's. I'm gonna have to do that as well. Let's as sync I, up. As I slow up the Pokemon theme song here, and I Ooh. play the Detective trailer. Papakachu. Welcome. Welcome to Rhyme City, a celebration of the harmony between humans and Pokemon. <laughs> what? I don't even know who's that. That voice sounded familiar, actually. Tim, you're between human and Pokemon. If you are anything like your dad, I have no idea what's going on here. This, music this very... so this guy doesn't care about Pokemon. You to be a Pokemon trainer, <laughs> a Pokemon trainer. Oh, so is this a uh, American guy in Japan? Is I it, don't know. Is this uh, Fast and Furious 2? Yes. <laughs> Tokyo Drift? This is Pokemon, Pokemon Drift. Drift. 
use this. Oh, uh, look how geez. cute he is. Here we go. I know. You can't understand me. But put down the stapler or I will electrocute you. Based on a worldwide phenomenon. Did you just understand me? Oh my god, you can understand me! Stop! I've been so lonely! They, they can talk, talk to, me to all each the time. other. All they hear is Pika Pika. Uh, you can hear him, right? Pika Pika! Yeah! <laughs> Pika Pika Pika, he's adorable. You're adorable. They can't understand me, kid. Can no one else hear him? Pika Pika. I don't need a Pokemon, period. And what about a world-class detective? Because if you want to find your pops, I'm your best bet. We're gonna do this, you and me. Oh, there's a Jigglypuff. There's Jigglypuffs and the little guy and Charmant. there's a dragon. There's magic that brought us together and that magic is called Coke. Coke? Did he say Coke brought yes. them together? Listen up. We got ways to make you talk. Or mine. Yeah. So tell us what we want to know. Huh. Pipe. Yes. Okay. I can. Shoving. So the, the, the Pokemon mimes. Pokemon doesn't. There's a mime thing. A mime Pokemon. What? I can shove it? Okay, that's it. No, we're switching roles. I'm bad cop. You're good cop. No, 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 we're not cop. In my head, I saw that differently. Interesting. Justice Smith. Oh, that guy's name is Justice Smith. The lead actor. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I think it's going to make all the monies in the world. What do you think? Whoa. I knew he'd like it. Of course, of course, I know, new noob, you like it. I get he's it. It's just it's, fired up about it. Yeah, just, it's so excited. He's just so freaking excited about this show. I get, Yep, just excited about the uh, Pokemon. I, I get it. It's I understand. I d did not grow up with Pokemon. Well, I mean, I it was around, but I, I was not into yeah, it. Yeah, I grew up with them, but, uh, you know, I never got into it. Yeah, you <laughs> saw them and were like, normal human beings shouldn't play with these things. Yeah, I was uh, too busy getting laid to uh, play with Pokemon. Do they even have... Uh, see, I don't think they were even... It was just the games, right? It's not even like a toy or anything, is it? It was, it was the cartoon. There were the plushies. There were the card games. And then it turned into video games. And yeah, it was a whole... And the other thing is, if you took the plushie and you took a, a, a cardboard uh, toilet paper roll and shoved some uh, tissues in there Whoa. and tucked it into the plushie... You could uh, have a good night. That's, whoa. Yeah. That's intense. You knew news all about that. <laughs> it sounds like a girlfriend that won't leave you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, jeez. So. So then. Yeah, so there's a. Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's a Pokemon yep. movie. I think it'll do well. Yeah. It's yeah. going to do well. Pokemon has enough of a following that it's just going to blow up and keep going. And Ryan Reynolds. And Ryan Reynolds. Just, I mean, there's two things right there that guaranteed you're going to get people to go see it. Now, what they're going to think after they see it may go one way or the other, but this is definitely going to get people to go to the theaters. Yeah. Without question. So. I suppose there's a chance we'll review it. Yep. I guess. Ugh. Ugh. One of those movies. <laughs> One of those movies. Yep, pretty much. So what's next? Woohoo! Woohoo! Yes! Yes! 
Noob, noob, that's just rude to say. I can't believe that you would think that a Star Wars director says that Z does not know what he's talking about. But it turns out that Ryan Johnson, Ryan, Ryan Johnson, Johnson. why is it spelled like that? Because he's in Millennial. The guy's an asshole. He's an asshole. He's an asshole. He says that Luke Skywalker is exactly as he should be in Last Jedi, saying that the... Um, the the guy that just goes in the middle of nowhere and he's a miserable old sod and and doesn't care about anything and he's cut himself off from the outside world is exactly who Skywalker would be in the Star Wars universe. I uh, I don't know. So part of me says he's a jackass and doesn't know what he's talking about, right? Because. Here's the guy who, you know, abandoned everything to save his friends, gave up on his training, blah, 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 blah. But then you've also got, what about Yoda? What what the hell was Yoda doing for all those years on that planet by himself? I know. So, like, there might be an a little tiny inkling of he was right. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think he's kind of a jackhole. You can tell Hamill, Hamill is um, is bitter about it, and he, he's playing nice. And you can tell he's playing nice, but he's bitter about it. He actually did a surprise visit to uh, South by Southwest this year to talk to uh, Rian. I'm not saying Ryan. It's spelled R-I-A-N. Ryan. It's Rian. That's Rian. an I, I, Rian, Rian, Rian Johnson. But he stopped by, surprised him, and actually slammed him a little bit. Here, I have that clip. Yeah, I had a great time. <laughs> Despite how somber the subject matter was. Sure. I mean, it says right in the script, forget the past, kill it if you have to. <laughs> You're doing a pretty good job. I'm trying. Uh, that was oh. too Rian. Can't we push this off until nine? <laughs> you know, I said earlier, I don't want to repeat myself, I only asked for two things. No cameos and a run of the trilogy part. See how well that worked out for me? Well, but, uh, he was not yeah, happy. He looked for scripts that are highly original, and that's why I thought Last Jedi was incredibly daring, you know? I mean, because I remember one thing that was very... Daring as in stupid. Me, I would say, like, you know, but we really have to think of what the audience expects and what they want. He says, no, no, we have to do the opposite. We have to give them something they don't expect that we want. Ha. Huh. Self-serving. Yeah. Yeah. That's, He's trying that's to play deep. nice. And I started making the emotional disconnect that I need to go through when I read Seven. Not the fact that I was just in at the end. The fact when I realized, oh, my gosh, I'll never get to work with Harrison Ford again. Oh. That was the yeah. first big disconnect. Then the second one was, you know, realizing that, thinking that they'd kill me off in nine, that they were going to, you know, speed it up a little, you know, get rid of the old fogies and focus on the new gang. Uh, and and words sound I so um, ominous. That I had at least a scene with Gary. Because I kept saying, why would Luke turn off his telepathic powers with his sister? <laughs> but then what happened with Gary in real life, I just said, so that was so devastating that you go, well, We'll never get the band back together. So <laughs> I'm really good with the fact that, um, you know, I had a wonderful entrance in seven and I had a wonderful exit in eight. I couldn't ask for anything more. 
<laughs> he totally sounds like he's placating. The original tweet. I can't <clears throat> get over his voice being the Joker. Uh, what do you mean? Like him? His, 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 I mean, he his voice is one of the greatest Jokers. Oh yeah, he's in, an in amazing. In the Batman actor. universe, I love I love his Joker. He's also a Swamp Thing in DC. Uh, some of those DC. Oh shows. yeah, it's just it, they just put a much lower cadence on it. Well, he's a great voice actor. He does yeah. other. I mean, and he has—he's got one of those voices that just works well with cartoons. He was in Metalocalypse. Metalocalypse. Metalocalypse too. He did voices in that. He was always the one guy introducing the next general who had like some sort of bizarre. Yes. Name. General yes. Flipflop Limited and Boopop. Yes, he was part of the um the cabal. The, the, the cabal, yeah. That that was against Death Clock. The, the whole, this whole thing with Ryan Johnson started, he was responding to a tweet uh, that said, uh, it's just bad storytelling to change Luke so much and have one little flashback scene to explain why. Oh, he did say that, like, you understand the guy lost uh, uh, Han Solo's kid to the dark side, and he had reasons to become a hermit, I guess, is what the argument was. Well, the guy continues. He says, as I said, I'm not against it. It's interesting and fresh take, which is what Star Wars needs, but execution-wise, done poorly. And then Brian Johnson replies, hot take, colon, Luke is one hundred is in fact one hundred percent consistent with his character, not the way he's described in marketing blurbs, but his actual based on his words and actions character from the OT, oh original trilogy. OG. I'll be at the bar if you need me, so you can get into bar fights. I just don't. Rianne. Rianne. All right, Rianne. I'd love to see Rianne at the bar. I would fully get in a bar fight with a <laughs> guy named Rianne. So I would avoid fully Scott throw down. at the bar, please. Do Especially not. if your name is Rianne. <laughs> Isn't there a, a Fleetwood Mac song called Rianne? Uh, no, not. It might be like Rianne, but not Rianne. 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 Rianne Johnson. And so I'm not. I guess I'm not. I, I, I don't know if I can get that fired up about this guy I'm just done I'm done with him I need him to be gone I'm sick of <laughs> why are we still why is he still talking one guy one guy destroyed an entire universe for fans all over the world I could put up with what J.J. Abrams like was just disappointing like and and it's there's this crazy YouTube clip of all of the it's like kind of captures all of um, Mark Hamill's comments about it and he even says, he's like, if you think you're going to go back and see these movies and recapture your childhood, he's like, good luck. It's never going to happen. Like, no. you just give you up. Give it. up on the past. You're now just a sorry, sad sap that's just married with kids. Your life is going nowhere, and you might as well just go ahead and drink yourself to death because that's what you're doing anyway. That, those were exact words. That's were his exact words. So. God. That's actually deep, Noob Noob. I, I, that's probably like the wisest thing you've ever said. I mean, I thought it was a little racist. But. I mean, he, he just says it's racist. I mean, that's what he is, but it still made sense. I mean, he shouldn't. He shouldn't call Ryan Johnson a chalky. No, he just shouldn't. Do no, it's just, it's just, it's, it's, in, it's inappropriate. <laughs> we do not condone that, Noob Noob. Oh, really? Oh my God. Really? Dude, dude, that's, it's, uh... I don't think so. Oh, God. I don't think you're a winner. No. Sorry, no, buddy. he really is not. 
<laughs> is not. So I guess are we we're done. Are you looking forward to the new Star Wars? No, I'm, I'm not going to watch it. Money. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. It's I really don't care. I'm not interested, and no, I'm not going to watch it. So if someone, uh, so I'm going to put this out there. If someone else wants to pay for me to see it, so I can review it for you, fine folks out there. Yes, if you want to sponsor go. us to go see this movie, we'll watch it and review it. But I will not put my own money towards this piece of crap. I didn't put my money towards Solo, so no. But I didn't no. see it. No, but you let somebody else spend fucking money. That's on what Solo. I said. I let other people no. do it for me. No, you said you were going to boycott it, and you weren't going to allow them to make money off of you. And they, they did. did not make. And they money did off. make money off of you. It was somebody else's money, but they would not have spent that money if you said no and stuck to your guns and boycotted the way you said you would. I never said that I have any morals. No, you said I will boycott this movie and I will not support it in any way. And you went. We still and have you a let job. Somebody to do, else Scott. see it. We still have a job. Somebody to do. else paid your ticket. You. Lie. <laughs> I wouldn't say I lied. I would say I, uh, I, I, you I had folded. to do our job. I folded like a like a lawn chair, like a little sheep, like, like a the little chair. sheep that you are. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so onward and upward. Reviews! Whoa. It's review time with Orc You. Actually uh, reviewing stuff? We're actually going to review stuff. This is one we're going to start a little early this year with the holidays. Ooh. It's Snake Plissken Returns as Santa <laughs> in A Christmas Chronicle. Who saw that coming? <laughs> No one. No one. Exactly no one. no one. Exactly nobody. November 22nd, uh, Netflix released The Christmas Chronicle, which is the movie, uh, a holiday movie. It's literally Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. Yeah, I, I, and that's the funny thing now. Movies are just released on these platforms like Netflix and Hulu and Can you- Amazon and... Nothing else. This is a did not nor will ever see the theaters movie with Kurt Russell. I th- you should play the teaser trailer because I think you need to get a taste of this. Oh, uh, okay. Well, if you can, uh, if you can stall for a minute. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> give me what a I'll say about the tomato meter is that the audience score was eighty seven percent, and the t- the critic score was sixty five percent. So it's not certified fresh but it's still fresh here's what's really bizarre uh this party started nobody reviews these things Let's get this. all right nobody um, really reviews them nobody did any nobody reviews this just us man oh I'm telling so you. we're the first there's third wait there's 20 reviews so all right so we're t- you're here number 21 first, folks we're the 21st review we're the 21st and 300 re- reviewers for um for the audience so well, here's a little over two minutes of Kurt Russell being Santa Claus. Oh, then you got the two minutes started. Show off, dear Santa. This is oh. Kate Pierce. I've been really good this year. 
That sounds like uh, eBay. That's only when my brother yeah. Teddy makes fun of me. That sounds like another computer that's not uh, not mine. Let go, you're gonna break it. <laughs> Who cares? This camera's like 20 years old. I have to work. It's Christmas Eve. You're gonna stay home with your sister. This is like a Hallmark movie. It's a pretty traditional setup, for sure. You have no clue, do you? Nobody's ever seen. Nobody's coming for you. Tell me you're getting this. Oh, it's from ha- Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone people. Oh, really? Yeah. And Home Alone. The people who brought you Home Alone. So they crash. Santa Claus? Live and in person. <laughs> One night only. Can you go ho, ho, ho? I don't go ho, ho, ho. That's a myth. <laughs> It's a skinny Santa. Yes, it is. So a few brats don't get presents, it's not the end of the world. People need Christmas to remind themselves of how good they can be. Wendy, you got so big. Excuse me? You know what I mean. Grown up big. (laughs) We need a ride. Can you call an Uber? You think I can pay the driver with these? (laughs) Candy canes? Candy canes. We all work together. This just might work. We need to rally the reindeer. Calm it. So, some cute little kids sabotage Santa Claus. Scandal Claus? Scandal Claus. Maybe we can still save Christmas. Santa Claus. Less than an hour before the sun rises. Whoa. Let's get this party started. And he does a music theme. He plays with the band. So, runs with the cops. I don't know how much I should spoil. I, okay, I dirty o- dirty old white man abducts two kids and goes on a cross country rampage, running from the cops while trying to plant packages inside random homes. Did you? T- does that sound like a good review to you? That's that's a synopsis for it right there. Where did who came up with that? I synopsis? just I just came up with that right there. That's pretty good because he does go to jail for abducting children. There you go. So so this is okay. I read a review on this and this might might shock you. Uh, they were <laughs> I, I don't know who to credit because they were like they want you to know that this is a Santa Claus that fucks. <laughs> Dirty old Santa. This is one dirty old Santa. Ho, ho, ho. It's a little oh, weird. Let's just say it's like an action-adventure movie, and Santa Claus happens to be in it. There's not enough Kurt Russell. There's just not. Because he, like, eats the screen up. He loves being Santa Claus, and he just kicks ass and takes names. And uh, it kind of reminds me of, uh, it's like Escape from New York, except for it's like Escape from Ho, 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 Escape from Chicago. over here to get into my, one of my candy canes. Can suck on my candy cane? Just suck on that candy cane. I got a present for you, baby. It's over here in my sleigh. Am I giving anything away if I say that he uh You he may, yeah. Give it away. No, Is that he, a spoiler? You, he's he sings in the trailer. You okay. can see it. So he uh, sings an Elvis song, 
like baby el- elfish song? No, not he does speak elvish, but no, he and speaks Elvis, elfish like Elvis Presley. Like like does Lag Lagalof understand him? Mm, yes, the guy maybe. the guy from um, Legolas. Yeah, Legolas. Lagalof from uh, Lord of the Rings. From Lord of the Rings. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to look up the Kurt Russell Santa Claus song. There's a Kurt Russell Santa Claus song. Yeah, which I, I'm pretty sure he sings. And I, I guess it's a spoiler, but I, it, I just wanted to know pop, the name of the song. Is it popping up? Uh, if I went ahead and looked for it real fast, would I be able to find it and probably. be able to play it for our listeners? Yeah, you could probably play a little bit of it. This movie is just bonkers. Like, shit just goes off the rails. So is it actually like a fun movie? It's not a good movie, but but for as far as like a Christmas movie goes, it's actually good. I enjoyed it. I'd recommend it. I agree with the the audience. Eighty seven percent. Like it's a fun movie, and it's just freaking bonkers. Like shit just gets weird, man, and it gets weird quick. Uh, there are chainsaw wielding elves. And it's okay. not a horror movie. <laughs> so it does get kind of weird. That's, I mean, anti-gravity I, I, reindeer. I'm, I'm all about uh, chainsaw wielding elves. That does sound fun. What about anti-gravity uh, reindeer? I could, I could use anti-gravity everything. Have you seen how my tits are fucking starting to hang? <laughs> he God. had a gravity is real his, and it's playing havoc with my body. His my sleigh. nuts are now down past <laughs> my knees. It's fucking bad. <laughs> His sleigh is like a uh, old school bow back. It's like a car. It looks like a car with wood. It's crazy. Or like one of those old wooden boats that costs a lot of money. Uh, there's there's a handful of cameos. I don't want to. There's a really good one at the end that I, I definitely don't want to spoil because people are like, it's awesome. All right. So, like, but you're saying definitely go see this movie. You, well, sit at home and go see it. Or. Yeah, you can so, Netflix and chill yeah, to it. you can stay home and see it. That's cool, too. It's, that's the best part, You can right? Netflix and chill to Santa Claus. Isn't that a good way to fucking trick somebody into having sex with you? <laughs> 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 I mean, that's one way. Hey, you want to Netflix and chill? I got this sweet little Christmas Santa, movie we can watch. I'm going to give you my package, baby. I got a gift for you over here, baby. Just uh, come on some Netflix and chill. It's, a, it's an Elvis song. I don't know what the hell it's called, though. Oh, it's funny, too, because didn't he play Elvis in uh, 3,000 Miles to Graceland? Maybe that was a nod to that. I don't know. Is that what uh, it was? He was in 3,000 Miles to Graceland and played it and Elvis. He was also in 3,000 Miles Under the Sea. He was? What? No, I don't fucking know. Oh. <laughs> Shit up. I'm trying to... F- oh, uh, oh, I found it. You found it? Yeah. Check this out. This was a, a great Christmas song, actually. Hey, look. It's a fucking ad that our video will play after the ad. Go fuck yourself, Six Flags. I'm not playing your shit on our show. Oh, you just advertised them, you bastard. No, I said fuck you, Six Flags. I thought advertisements. That's fuck you. Don't go there. Don't go there. They flood and kill animals. What? What? This is... I don't know if this is the right song. This is it. I got something real important to give you. So just sit down and listen. 
girl, you know we've been together such a long, long time. And now I'm ready to lay it on the I don't recall this being an Elvis song, though. This is definitely not the song. Are you sure? I mean, this is Kurt Russell. It sounds like him. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Lonely Island. A gift for your special. So take off the towel. Take a look inside. Is my dick in a box? It's in a box. I did not know this movie was going to go somewhere, but if you're going Netflix and chill, this is definitely the kind of song that you want in order to get to where you're going. Well, if you put this song on instead of Christmas Chronicles, you might it might work. I think this is a great Christmas song, actually. I kind of feel like this is going to be showing up again in the near future when we do our Christmas episode. It could. <laughs> it's my dick in a box. Dick in a box. It's my dick in a box. It's my dick in a box. Oh, so in case you're curious. Cut a hole in a box. Okay. It's called Santa Claus is Back in Town. With his dick in a box. With Little Steven and the Disciples of Soul. Oh, God. That's horrible to include Little Steven in that. Do you know? <laughs> do you oh, even know my Little God. Why would they, dude, me too, dude. Come on. Pound you too. Pound me too. Poor Little Steven did not ask for that. We, uh, it, you don't know uh, who Little Steven is from the Fuck, E Street I don't Band? Know who Little it's from the E Street Band, douche. I don't know. You don't know the E Street Band? No, I don't know who the E Street Do you band know who is. Bruce Springsteen is? Um, no, it does not ring a bell. Okay, well, forget you. you. Doesn't that the guy who slides across stages and slams his dicks into cameras? Why? No, I don't know. Who's that? Are you talking about Bruce Springsteen? I think that's what he did. It was like a Super Bowl or something. What? <laughs> like, does he do? Does box. he do? He's got his dick in a camera. He's got his dick does in he a do, camera. Does he do a knee slide across the stage? Was like, no, is that I, one of I his things? I, all I know is he plays Born in the USA. Yeah, I think it was him. He did like a Born like a, a Super Bowl USA. or something. He did a knee slide across the stage and slid Born. balls first into the camera. Balls in the USA. I got balls he's in the, guy, the USA. He's that guy from New Jersey, from the Stone Pony. He used to play the Stone Pony. Oh, God. No, no. no. Do we don't talk about New Jersey. Oh, okay. Not, not, not a word about New Jersey. Not, not about New Jersey. I got my dick in a box. <laughs> no, no, that is the rudest thing you could say about New Jersey. Oh my God, I can't God. believe you just said that. They're freaking... and New Jersey police are are what? Oh, Why trash, would you say that? Trash humpers that only shoot people of a different color. Oh. No, no, that's the worst thing you have ever said. That's just awful. Oh God. Yeah. Disgusting. Disturbing. Dirty, dirty, disgusting. Bad noob noob. Bad noob noob. Bad noob noob. Bad. Does you have a newspaper to bop him on the nose? (laughs) Yeah, hold on. I got to find my newspaper, though. 
<laughs> do they still exist? Yes. Newspapers Didn't we have a conversation about exist. this before? Do yeah, newspapers still exist? We did. And here, up, up, found it. Oh, that was a heavier, mm. heavier, heavier newspaper than I expected. That's a little heavier pop. A little bit of a heavy, a little heavy on the bop there. And no response. And no, no, no knocked his ass out. Poor, oh. poor guy just killed him with a newspaper. Oh, jeez. I mean, he is like he, he fucking wears a size zero dress. I mean, I don't think you know. It doesn't take much. It doesn't take much to fucking. He's fucking twenty pounds soaking wet and wears a size zero dress. So you're gonna find here comes Santa Claus, or should we move on? No, but let's move on. Oh come on, it's an Elvis song. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. It was actually a fairly decent song. I did not think Kurt Russell could sing it, but he did. So well, I can't. Well, I can't find Kurt Russell singing it. I can't find the clip. It just came out on Netflix, so it's so not it's like not floating good. around the internet yet. Oh, internet's not good for anything these days. No, just porn. Yeah, but obviously nobody knows the numbers. But uh, I thought it was a good Christmas movie, so uh, I recommend it. A lot of people did did, did like it. You know, CGI was a little wonky in spots, and yeah, the well, L's do wheel chainsaws. Did they dump a whole lot of money it's on easy. it? Or how? I, I, have, I have no idea. Netflix is like the secret vault, like Fort Knox. They won't let people know how much money they actually spend on it. Yeah, I don't know. What the hell is this? I don't think that's the right song. No, it's this is Elvis. Yeah, but is that Elvis Presley? Here comes Santa Claus. That's not the song they sang. Well, then you don't know what you're talking about. It, I was just going off of what I was reading from. Well, then you're wrong. All right, well then, okay. Because correct. As for then. Elvis Presley, here comes Santa Claus. Okay, hold on. Kurt Russell. Let's see if the internet can write its wrongs. Well, until then, we can listen to Elvis Presley singing. Here comes Santa Claus from Elvis Presley. Welcome to Top 20 Radio. This is Elvis Presley with Here Comes Santa Claus. He doesn't care if you're rich or poor. Love you just the same. This is That's right. Bringing you the sound. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Everyone keeps saying it's Santa Claus is back in town, but it was something about Santa Claus baby or something. Santa baby. Does he say Santa baby in this song? I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, apparently, no one in the internet knows. Because it's just, it can't. I don't need a lot of presents to make my Christmas bright. Here's a classic song from Elvis Presley singing about Santa Claus abducting and raping his wife. Whoa! Such a classic tune. You sure? Basis of Elvis Presley. Uneasy, like you said, he's a thin Santa. Santa Claus is back in town in a jail cell. That's not. That's the song you just played before, right? Santa Claus is back in town? I played Here Comes Santa Claus. How about Santa Claus is back in town? Santa steals a car. Does that spoil things? That's uh, not a song, Z. That's just what Santa does, though. He steals a car. Christmas. It's sure ain't this. Christmas. What is this song? 
This is it. This is it. This is the song they sing. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Here's Christmas time, pretty baby. Well, this is Santa Claus is back in town. So hide your wife in. Hide your kids. Because Santa is raping up all the year. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho is what Santa says as he begs your girl over the kitchen table. Whoa. As his wife. Whoa. Whoa there. That's right. Your wife will be one lucky lady when Santa inserts his joystick right in her backside. Whoa there, Scott. Whoa. That's right. This is DJ Scoodle. Scoodle. Old radio announcer. DJ. Bringing you the classic hits. What's nothing wrong with hits? Hit all you want. Hit your wife. She deserves it. She has it coming. She didn't do the dishes last night. Did you know that this was the director of Angry Birds? So I would expect even less. So good job, Angry Birds director. One reviewer said it's like being slightly tipsy on good mulled wine. (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing? (laughs) What are are we doing here? (laughs) We've been been playing Elvis for like the last 10 minutes. What's wrong with Elvis? (laughs) <sighs> We've been singing Move and on. enjoying the holiday spirit. I'm moving this on. off. I'm bah humbug. Bah, bah humbug. effing humbug. Get me the hell out of here. Let's move on to the next thing, I got shall a hat we? For you, then, Scott. <laughs> I guess he wants to move on to. <laughs> that yeah, that was Noom Noom saying. Let's move on, so uh, we can go ahead and do that. Uh, something else out of uh, Netflix. This is Netflix, right? Yes, it is. So something else on Netflix. This is suddenly turned into another Netflix special. Sira and the Princess Sira? of Power. She Sheera. Ra. The opposite of He Man. Sheera and a searing pain down below. <laughs> what? Oh, this is right up your alley, Scott. Okay. So, let's talk She-Ra for a little bit here. What? <laughs> for the honor of Grayskull! Wait, we're gonna talk She-Ra for a while now? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, go, we'll give it some. We'll go over the high points. How's that sound? I know. Yes, you're a huge fan. Yes. I know. You, Snoop, calm down. We know you're excited about this one. He gives it. He's one of those reviewers. He gave it 100%. Oh my God. That was. Did you hear what he said about She Belongs in the fucking kitchen where she should fucking know her deep business? That's horrible, Noob Noob. I don't I can't know. believe you would say that. She was like eight feet tall, so that That's, might not be a good place. You can for reach her. the top cabinets very easily <laughs> then. So, Tomato Meter has it by the reviewers as 100%. <laughs> Granted, those are only 15 reviewers, so we shall so be 15 16. 15 people said 100%. 16, so, six, well, 
Okay, I'm not going to give it 100%. Did they get their parents' permission before posting those reviews? Here's an interesting fact, though. 2,287 at the time of this podcast have reviewed it from the audience and give it a 72%. So they enjoyed it, but not as much as the critics. The Okay, so here's here's... Here's kind of the way to break this down. It's not a bad show. I, I've enjoyed what I've seen. I knew you were going to watch this, you freaking brony bastard. Shut up. I knew you'll be into this. This is this screamed. I think the- as soon as as soon as I heard we were doing this, I was like, oh my God, Z's brony have side a job is fucking to do. popping through. I have, and he's jo- fucking watching Shira. You were you wearing a Shira costume while you were fucking watching this? Yours, you were. You were sitting there drinking a fucking cosmopolitan, wearing a fucking Shira dress with a fake plastic sword. No, that was noob, noob. Jammed up your crack because I was, I was. I'll give as you. I'll give you. I'll give him man. credit. He's he wasn't all brony down. I mean, you are the ultimate brony. I was dressed as He Man. He was dressed as Shira. This is the 80s show. This is the original one. Yeah. From what, 85 or something? Yeah. And the funny thing about it, the animation is right along the lines with all the other shows out there, the other cartoons at the same time. Yeah. If you look at the new She-Ra and all the other cartoons along that... that um, uh, uh, The remakes? The remakes that... Are, are are aimed towards a young female audience, you can tell they're laying it on real thick and and just even creating the, the, the animation to be even more prevalent to what Hollywood thinks that young women should the fuck be. are you talking about? So there's the series on um I can't remember. It's made I by the same people who did Voltron, the DreamWorks people. Yeah, yeah, but the animation is so much more cutesy wootsy and fucking Barbie. It's, it's Barbie. It's Barbie animation. Barbie animation. So, so I think I think it's on Amazon or Netflix or something like that where they have the series um, Barbie. Um, that, well, there's fucking Barbie. Isn't that CGI? There's also uh, the series about um, all the female superheroes, women, women of power. I think it's called or something like that. It's Fuck a cartoon. It's a cartoon based on. Did you review this? No, I didn't, fucking re- I didn't fucking watch it. How are you an expert on what females want, Mr. I don't know what I'm not. I'm, I'm anymore. very much not an expert on what women want, which is why the I'm great single. Bearded wonder the reason here. that the reason I'm alone is because I have no idea what women want. Yeah. But you, <laughs> you have you have a maximum just, just, grown just, beard that's designed to repel women. But or savor the flavor until later. Flavor of beer. That's what a, a woman beer. thinks. Well, it's whatever's in there. When a, when a woman sees that giant beard, they go, uh, you clearly like to drink beer. <laughs> when a woman guilty sees this beard. Guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. <laughs> when a woman sees this beard. They don't look at it as a flavor saver for themselves. They look at it as a flavor saver nah, for your beard. Nah. For see, beers. that's the problem. Is, that's, the, that's the issue is when women see this beard, they just slide right off their fucking chairs. And run out the door <laughs> as fast as they can. How many greatly bearded men have you seen who actually have women? Genghis Khan. Most of the, yeah, because he forced them, all hundred of them, to be his wife. The guy had game. What can I say? Because he had a big sword. That's right. Which he would cleave people in half with. Oh, criney.
So, okay, there's a little bit of weirdness to this show because <laughs> this uh, is very weird. It, it's it's like one of those like body positive type show things going on with the gender normatives and blah blah blah. <laughs> Underneath it all, I don't think it pushes an agenda, which is good. There's one interesting point to the plot that I like. It's actually uh, Satanist. It's oh, the, oh, the the agenda is trying yes. to push. It, it's uh, the worship it's of all Satan. about worship of Satan. And I actually approved this oh, show. Oh God! How could you approve Shira? There's Satan? a message that was tucked in underneath to bring my minions to me. I thought you. We told us that we'd call you, not the other. You couldn't call us anymore. No. I'm pretty sure we filed a restraining order. When you didn't fulfill our last episode That's the of fun Satanic. thing about being the devil is I'm allowed to do whatever the fuck I want. Uh, you can't do shit about it. So, uh, one, a couple of funny facts about the show. I'm, uh, I hope so. I'm, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat funny. waiting uh, for... Princess Elena. The voice of Princess Elena is the voice of She-Ra. Does that interest you? Who's Princess Elena? She's a new Dizzy princess. No? Who? Uh, nothing. Uh, from From what? From Disney, the creators of Disney. Yeah, yeah, but what what show or movie? Princess Elena of Avalor. No, uh, of Avalor? nothing. No. no, Talking Jaguars. In no. fact, you know what I no. like about the Talking Jaguars is that uh, Jerry from Rick and Morty is one of the voices of them. Yeah. Did you Ooh know wee! No, that's uh, Mr. Pooby Butthole. I don't know. And. <laughs> So here's the interesting plot point, and they address it right in the beginning, and we won't belabor all this, but she Too starts late. off as a bad guy. She is, because all women are evil. Okay, that's one way of looking at it. Yes. Or you could look at it from the perspective of she's a member of the Horde, who are the she's bad guys. She's a whore? Guys. Oh my God, dude. It's no, so she's not a whore. I can't believe you would say that. No, no, that was all she's new. She's a new. member of the Whores. <laughs> no, she's not dude, a member Z. of the Whores. Come on, dude. She's, I thought you said, wasn't this supposed to be like a fucking children's show or something? It was until you got a hold of it. No. And then you turned it into something dark and evil. <laughs> Why would not do something like that? I don't know. I, I don't, don't know, know what you're talking about. She starts off as a bad guy, and I think that's kind of cool. All right, so type in DC Superhero Girls uh, and just look at the to? animation. Okay, I think I know. I think I know what you're talking about because I saw this. At, it's. It's. Wasn't like, there an opus opening trailer for the Teen Titans movie that had DC girls in it? No. I don't. Know. I don't know. I, I don't recall it. DC superhero girls. It's a series on Netflix, but it's. It's the, on Netflix. You yeah. sure it's not on like a Cartoon Network or something? Well, Net, Netflix is where I've seen it pop up. But like the the animation itself, it's Cootsie. it's cootsy wootsy Barbie style animation. So it, it's, aimed, it's aimed towards just one group of people. It's, 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 I don't know. I think you, it's aimed at you. Me. What's so cutesy wootsy about this? And there's just something about the animation just makes me uncomfortable. Cause you're a perv. What, no. What that is so uncomfortable about this? That has nothing to do with Why it. Why does this make you uncomfortable, Scott? It, it makes me uncomfortable. Is it uncomfortable. their heaving bosoms? Something, is it because they're attractive? There's something about it that makes just. Is it because they're underage? Makes me uncomfortable. Because they are girls, so is that, it the that's what thing? makes that's what makes me uncomfortable. That they're <laughs> girls. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, that. <laughs> yes, I would imagine that that would make you uncomfortable there, Scott. So. It does. It just makes me very uncomfortable. Oh, jeez. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to go sit down for a minute. <laughs> I feel very, very... Uh, well, now uh, that we've made you uncomfortable, here. maybe we should just stop right here and, yeah, and end the show. Right. We, should, we should wrap this up. All right. Really? Well, I know no one's going to go see that. And with those words of wisdom from Noob Noob. (laughs) Okay. Well, that that was from, from, from Noob Noob's mouth to your ears. (laughs) Yeah. Ugh. So why don't you we that talk? Let's talk, audience. Let's have a conversation. So let's, let's have a conversation between you and us. If you enjoyed what you listened to here today, then you can find us on multiple platforms, including YouTube. Just search "Our Reviews Will Kill You." Go over to Amazon. Oh, wait, where the fuck? Can are I get we? some Elvis? To, I, I to, have to I, play I, us out I, here. No idea what uh, I'm talking about. Now, uh, I'm all over the place. Talk about our reviews will kill you. Yes. On and no, you can't have Elvis social media have platforms. Oh, yeah. So we're Instagram. on Instagram at orc underscore you. We're at facebook.com slash our reviews will kill you. We're on YouTube. I said that our reviews will kill you. And we're on um, Vero. Yeah, and lots of podcast sites. Uh, although we do, we want to talk about something about. Keeping the show free for all so, you people. So, yes. Yeah, so, Orc You Reviews, Our Reviews Will Kill You, is brought to you for free. And we can continue to bring this show to you for With free Wix, you can create because of Wix. No, fuck you, Wix. <laughs> That's not what Who? I was going for. Wix? No. Fucking ads. <laughs> Speaking so, of ads. So, but the reason that we're able to bring you this show for free and without charge to your wallet is because of the people that we correspond with and our supporters and our friends, including Blue Iron, which is a Blue Iron Productions and a Scout Will Kill Your Productions available on Amazon Prime with your Amazon Prime subscription and with our other friends that you will find at scoutwillkillyou.com. Other podcast shows that are part of the network over there. Just types in scoutwillkillyou.com and you will find content. And Blue Iron plentiful. is free with your Amazon Prime and subscription. And that's right. With your paid Amazon Prime prescription, prescription. prescription, Blue Iron is free, which makes it free even though it's with a prescription that you pay for. Subscription. Yes. Most people don't subscribe for the movie or TV side. I'm completely thrown off. I'm I'm uncomfortable and I'm unhappy because (laughs) we spend all this time talking about girls. And you know how uncomfortable (laughs) girls make me. Make sure we don't have any girl guests then. I'll have to avoid that. You just have to. You might as well just turn my mic off because all you're going to hear is. (laughs) I'll tell Noob Noob to stop wearing a dress. That also has been throwing me off. Oh, I can tell. I can tell. Absolutely. Any any wise words? Well, oh my god, Nunu, I knew that's why you didn't like Luke Cage. I oh, we finally got him to admit it. Well, it's about time. From all of us here at Orcue to all of y'all at home, we love y'all. <laughs>